years ago Just some football talk and some football bros We grabbed a microphone and some hot take sauce Talk wave a wire and trade trash of cars Like a maximum Chat nice, relaxed and fair Is it hell because Yogi's here? Don't get caught on those Welshman's hooks So Jack won't win by hook or by crook Ross, Maddie, Rob, Scott and Robert too Oh, Sean, Kenny, I kinda knew And don't forget Oh, don't forget It's a game of two hours Maximum Good evening and welcome to the latest episode of the Maximum Friction podcast. Uh, as you can tell by my dulcet Welsh chorns coming through, I am back. I uh, managed to squeeze in a podcast this week with Jack, uh, who is joining me from a very sunny Bristol. Good evening, Jack. Hello, Dan. It's good to have someone else to talk to on a podcast. It's a bit weird by myself, I've got to say. What was it, Just, what uh, was it like talking to someone? Well, not much different than usual, to be honest, to do with fantasy. I just It's just like talking on the group when no one's listening. <laughs> oh, wow. But yeah, you did, did a good job. Nice little episode last week. Covered what we needed to cover. Uh, recap what we needed to recap. It was good. Um, I reckon you're the only one that listened to it, mind. No, 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 no. Because um, Viney did, because he referenced it in the week. Ah, hey, I'll take two. <laughs> I didn't even listen to it once it got uploaded to Spotify either. I listened to the original voice clip you sent me. So your listener figures might be one, but do you know what? I'll check Anchor while we're live on the podcast. <laughs> Let's see how many listeners you got last week, Jack, shall we? I think I listened to it once myself as well. <laughs> uh, let's go have a look. Uh, you got a grand total of four plays. I'll take that. So the last, since, since season two has started again, we've averaged 20 people a week. Um, and then, yeah, 20 four 20 people play. or 20 plays? 20 plays. Does that count, like, if they listen to a bit of it, then come off the app and go back on it? No. No, oh, that's, damn it. that's 20 different people playing. 20 listens to completion. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take four, my friend. I will take four. Simply because I know at least four of the people on here don't listen to it. (laughs) Oh, dear. So, this evening, we are going to cover last week's fixtures, see how the results went. Um, We will review the previous week's picks that we made so that we can settle the scores and see who's winning in that one, whether it's still me or not. And then we will uh, cover cover next week's fixtures coming up uh cover our game of the week uh which this week is the butto bowl and um then we'll have a little bargain basement at the end see who you got on last week and uh we'll uh, wrap it up from there uh so let's talk last week shall we let me get the fixtures up so um start at the top i played matt robert who uh got worst manager this week had he set his best lineup and started Ryan Tannehill on his bench instead of the quarterback of an 0-5 team that just sacked their head coach and their GM, um, he'd have beaten me. But instead, I went to 4-1, 132 points. Pretty comfortable and pleased with that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was 
it was a it's a decent win for you. I think it's hard to blame Robert for not playing those guys because I did the same thing, mm-hmm. um, uh, which we all had a lovely adult discussion about. Um, but because we just didn't know whether the game was happening, it made it really difficult to like because because if I mean he would he would have lost just lost anyway, mm. I think. Um, but as we'll go on to with, with my game, like if I played those two players, the Titans and the Bills guys, I, I might have won. So it's it was just a, a risk versus reward thing. Um, his was um, Matt Henry. Uh, Matt Henry? Fucking hell. Um, this guy used to play for, play with at Gloucester. <laughs> um, Derek Henry uh, was his one because he didn't have a backup if most it was out, but then most it played, so it was fine. So his his was he had the replacements to go in there, but um it was a risk. It was a risk not to play those guys. Um I thought the Bills would put up a tougher fight against the Titans. Um a couple of really bad turnovers, a couple which weren't on Josh Allen. Um and just a really good game from Tannehill and Henry. Mm. And that's stiff arm. Oh wow. Hilarious, and then he just kept. I don't know if you saw my tweet. He he just kept trying to tackle him high. Mm. The next like next two plays, he just tried to run into him again, at, like up top, and he just. And then he got torched. Josh Norman's not good anymore. I don't know what that was a cliff that guy fell off. He he went to Washington. Everyone goes to Washington, and falls off a cliff, and dies. Albert Hainsworth. Yeah. Do you, do you need to say anymore? Absolutely everybody. To be honest. Um, what about about Albert Hainsworth or <laughs> about, about what Washington being the place where football players go on fat contracts to die? But um, no, yeah, you I started Michael Thomas and he didn't play. And you uh, yeah, so so what happened, right? Is I have Michael Thomas in three leagues, right? I put him in before the game started, and Yogi messaged me, even though we were playing each other in another league, and said, "Oh, Michael Thomas is inactive." Um, you may want to take him out, kissy face. So I took him out of two leagues. On sleeper for the keeper league, uh, um, I switched him out, but it was for the other wide receiver I had who was able to play, which is Amari Cooper, who's in the flex, but I thought he was on the bench. So I swapped swapped Thomas for my flex instead of swapping him out. I only only had uh, Dobbins or... um, Rugs to do, but I didn't realize Rugs was active, so um, I never, very ne- active. never, never switched it. Uh, so yeah, against a better person, I might have lost, but I the only people who outscored me that last week was Stephen Yorgs, who both scored 140 yeah. points. So I think it's, it's tough there. Like, I mean, your, your big players performed, Murray and Jacobs and Kelsey performed, everyone else was. The Ravens' defense is good, but like your flex and your two receivers and and your other running back and stuff, it's. I, I think it, the Ravens the Ravens' defense were more than good. Pal, they scored thirty six points. <laughs> they're playing. They're still playing the Bengals. Like, Patrick Patrick still... Patrick Queen hurt his old teammate, made him fumble, recovered the fumble himself. Apparently, oh, they was... don't like each other. They didn't really? like each other at LSU. <laughs> that if you if you watch that tackle, there was definitely some venom in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pinged him in the back. But it's, yeah. I mean, it's tough for um, Robert to compensate for like Tyler Lockett and Justin Jefferson, who have been flying for mm-hmm. weeks. They combined for just over 10 points. Like it's, 
I don't know. I I feel like he's been proper unlucky to be at zero and five because he's got good players. He's oh yeah, Matt, Matt's been unlucky with zero and five, and that's why my team name last week was Let G Run Your Team. He got to the final last year when she was running it. He's zero and five this year when she's not. So yeah. like, yeah, he's he's not a trash zero and five like Scott, is he? He exclusively doesn't listen to the pod either, so we can say what we want. <laughs> okay. I'm just. I don't even have insults for him anymore. Scott, however, uh, well, uh, it's not the next game, but let's go to it. Um, he scored a hundred points this week, but he's on five. He lost to Candy, who's three and two. Um, I think, I think part of me thinks you got such an aggressive reaction to your suggestion last week from Scott because he's on five, and because yes, he did, you know, sack off a lot of players the other week. Um, fair enough. He could have picked those players back up, but didn't. And then Claypool goes and scores false touchdowns. And had he had Claypool, he'd have won this matchup um, comfortably. I have no, no comment. Um, but like, yeah, I, I thought Yorgs was completely in order. Um, Scott was started winding you up. And once he got you on a bike, then it started to turn serious. <laughs> um, I still and, yeah. have no comment. <laughs> but either way, That's Scott... Point. Or- What's a point? Scott got stuffed by Candy. He's terrible at fancy football and he even said, oh, my team, I, I'll trade them away for picks and I'm looking at his team and I'm like, I don't want to trade any of them for picks. Well, he got rid of most of them and one of them, Latavius Murray, I then traded to Candy, who he played, to then beat Scott with, which I, that entertained me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that. Uh, you, as we said, lost to Steve. Um, it's not just your Titans and Bills players that you put them in. You needed would have needed to put Madison in, who is the starting running back currently in Minnesota, and then you would have won. Um, yeah, it would have been cl- it would have been really close. If, but I mean, I didn't even I didn't know AJ Brown was active until mm. just before the game, and I mean he's he's back he's back as questionable again. So God knows, but. Um, but yeah, Steve. Steve pushed your shit in. Um, goes to four and yeah, one. He did. He did. DK Metcalf and Adam Thielen. It looked a lot closer until those until that game happened, and those guys just ripped it apart. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect Thielen to to rip twenty four points off, and and DK's game winning touchdown um, really did seal that. Um, the Washington quarterback situation really fucked me because. For the first four weeks, Terry McLaurin has been like a set it and forget it type player. Um, and then the one week, I'm like, you know what? Set it, forget it, it's fine. The, whatever happened at quarterback in Washington happened and he got four points. So that's a, that's an interesting one. Jameson Crowder, I'm so glad I managed to get him off of Scott. Um, he, I think, is probably the most underrated player and fantasy player. But he has got Joe Flacco throw into him now. Joe Flacco. Still got 22 points for 116 yards from mm-hmm. Joe Flacco. 116 yards and a touch. It's good. It's, I mean, Flacco sucks, but he can throw the ball 15 yards and that's all Jameson Crowder needs. Mm-hmm. But never trust a jet still. Still will live by that ever since I've been playing fantasy football. Never trust a jet. Um, Ross went He's to... my only jet. Ross went to five and all, um, beating Matty this week. Um, 
a low-scoring week for Ross with 121 points, but he still sits very pretty up top the table with the most points four by like 30-odd points now. I've caught him up a little bit because um, it was 50 points, the gap, last week. Um, but he's looking Two real good. so low. Um, Dak Prescott, obviously, only probably getting about half the points he would have mm-hmm. um, for that horrible, horrible ankle injury. Uh, it's good to see he's he's posted a few things on on Twitter. It's good to see he's all right um, and looking to come back next season. And he started um, John Brown, who didn't play on Tuesday night. Uh, so I think you're missing 20 points there, and it would still have it would look a lot a lot less close. Is that um, is that a potential crack forming in Ross's fantasy confidence? He's set the wrong player. His quarterback's now fucked. Is he going to start to slide? Do we think? No. Um, who did he pick up uh, as his quarterback? Kirk Cousins. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. He gets Devontae Adams and Kenny Holiday back next week. Mm. So I mean. It's it's tough. He's he's not got a lot of cracks in the roster. Tried to get uh, Lamar Jackson to him, um, and he had I think three different trade offers from me and different ones. And he did that thing where people just don't want to trade with me. So he looked at it really suspiciously, and then just hasn't traded with anyone as far. As I mean, you are, trying trade, you are trying to trade. You are trying to trade Lamar Jackson to him, so he's going to be suspicious of that, especially with the keeper value you've got with Lamar. I don't like Lamar. Mm, it's because he's a raven. Yeah, basically. Um, he's a running back. So moving on. Oh, that's harsh. Uh, moving on. Uh, not the best cartoon bear. Another storming name from, from Rob. Went down to Yogi. Uh, 140 to 116. Rob's struggling. Best him. One and four. Um, he's getting lots of points at a Carson and Wilson, but not much else. Um, I'll take credit for that. So he yeah. hasn't even scored those points. I have, but Rob has got the most points for a uh, points against in the league, comfortably. The only yeah. person anywhere nearby is uh, poor old Scott, who's on five. Um, they've yeah. both had tough starts by the looks of things. Um, so yeah, he's gone down. Yorgi's team is strong. We know it's strong. Um, and it's going to maintain strong. He's He's got the shapings of a dynasty there with, with the picks he's got from Scott for next year already. And he's still got Christian McCaffrey to come back. So, yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think Rob needs to address his wide receiver position. I think that's the biggest problem he has. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. Back and quarterback, he's set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, he's got T.Y. Hilton and Sammy Watkins as his best two receivers. So it's... I think he needs to address that somehow. Um, otherwise, he is just going to keep losing because Wilson, Carson, Hunt, and, and Hunter Henry are, are really good. And Joey Sly is one of the best fantasy kickers in the league. Um, and so, like, he's got enough there to be winning games. He just has no receivers, um, which I think that needs to be addressed before he can start winning again. And then uh, to wrap up last week's fixtures, Viney. The slide has begun for him. He's lost two on the bounce now. He goes down to Sean, who's recovered to three and two. Um, and Sean is, is on the up. Sean is living with the rookies and dying with the rookies. Mm. And the Browns defence. Um, and Viney is going downhill fast. He did start two tight ends. 
um, and not two of the top five tight ends, I think that's always a risk whenever you whenever you double tight end and it's not one of those top five guys. I think that oh. is a, a big risk because you're just depending on touchdown catches. Oh, I didn't realise um, he double tight ended it. Otherwise, it's a, Ooh. Ooh. it's a solid week apart from the double tight ends. Um, but and even then, if he started Jared Cook, he's got a third tight end on the bench. Fucking hell, Finey. If you're going to do it, start all three. Find a way to start all three. Triple tight end. But I mean, it was just, uh, I mean, if you, if you put Jared Cook in instead of Hayden Hurst, he wins. Um, but Hayden Hurst uh, got an eighth round pick off Viney for that. But um, the Falcons are just a dumpster fire. So it's really difficult to predict, apart from Calvin Ridley, um, who's going to get volume there. Calvin Ridley and Gurley, everyone else is just, who the fuck knows. Mm. But Ridley didn't do a lot this week, did he? Just gone. He was okay. He was okay. Uh, uh, last week he got the zero with Candy. Uh, this week he was fine. Uh, that was it. The previous week. Um, so yeah, before we go on to covering this week's fixtures coming up, um, have you got the results of the last time we did predictions? Please. Yeah, so we predicted for week three, didn't we? I believe so, yes. Um, so... Yeah, we didn't predict for week four, we predicted for week three. Uh, so we did Matty versus Yogi. And uh, how did that turn out? That turned out with Yogi winning. Um, I picked Matty, you picked Yogi. So that's one up to you. Boom. For the week. Um, Rob versus Sean. Um, I picked Rob, you picked Sean. It's two, two. up. Boom! Um, Steve versus Matt Robert. We both... I picked Robert and you picked Steve. Yeah, you called me his cheerleader then as well, and I was right. Three up. Oh, it's a clean sweep this week already. God, that was a close game, wasn't it? 108 to 106. Bloody hell. Um, we both picked Ross to win, and he did. Yeah. That's a wash. Uh, we both picked you to win, and Candy beat you. So yeah. That's a wash. Uh, and we both picked me to win, and I beat Scott. So, so I take a three, three up on top six. of my already lead. Six up, bloody hell. Yeah. That's, uh, that's... I think my powers of deduction are all going on my actual NFL predictions, because I'm doing pretty well on them, mm. and this is failing badly. <laughs> I see, I see, I are see. Are going to do quick ones for week six? Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was right. Yeah. Week three, we didn't predict week four. I didn't predict last week. So and now we're on to week six. Yeah, we're all up to scratch on them as we cover this week's matchups. So let's start with you versus Candy. You're set to win in a landslide currently, probably because Candy's not set his lineup. Yeah, he's got some people he missing. He has now. He's done it. Oh, no, he hasn't got a kicker. Just a kicker. Everyone but, else is ready. Okay, so his he team... asked me about kickers earlier. His, message. his team's just trashed then. Um, but you're uh, set to win. Yeah, it's not great. If you look at his buys... Yeah, his buys aren't great, um, and yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, it's not great. Has he got? Uh, yeah, Keenan Allen who is injured, and then you've you've got a couple of guys on a buy there. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean he's starting two of my ex players, um, so that's great. Um, it's hard to know what Dalton Schultz will do um, because of Andy Dalton. We don't know what he, he didn't shots didn't get a lot of volume. Tight ends don't get a lot of volume in Dalton offenses. He looks to the outside, which is a good call with Gallup. Um, Nikhil Harry 
but knows I don't rate the guy at all. Uh, he caught that really nice touchdown from Stidham, um, but he didn't get anything when Cam Newton was in the lineup. So yeah. who knows? Uh, that is what it is. Henderson's turned into a goal line back, which is interesting. Didn't realize that. Um, and I have an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver. And I can see you winning, and both of you ended up on three and three at the end of this weekend. I agree. <laughs> uh, then we go on to Ross versus Matt Robert, five and all versus Owen five. Uh, Ross is currently set to win fifty-seven percent. Um, is this a bounce-back week for Robert? Is it a banana skin for Ross? I think so. Um, I think the the Tannehill, Mostert, and Henry um, trio is a good one for for Robert. Um, and he's, he's chucked Slayton in there. He's still insisting on starting Kenyon Drake. Um, well, when you draft him that high, you, you kind of have to. Trade the guy. Should have traded him really early. You can't trade him now at zero value. But I don't know. I just it, Maybe this is the week. Um, my instinct is telling me that LeVeon Bell's going to go to Arizona. Or the ah. Dolphins. We don't know yet. Mm. Um. So does that cut into Kenyon Drake's time? Yes, it does. Um, I don't know. It's difficult. Ross has got Devante Adams back. Um, he does have Kamara on a bye, who he still has in the lineup, which yep. means he's going to have to start uh, Devante Freeman or Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. Still going, Ross. Yeah, me too. He's already set to win the matchup when he's got someone on a bye. Um, Moving on to uh, Jarman versus Scott. I'm I'm can't wait for Jarman's name this week. I'm sure it's going to be a belter um, playing young Scotty. Um, he's due to win quite comfortably, um, and I'm looking at Scott's lineup and it's fully set apart from his kicker. So yeah, I can't look past Jarms. Mm, it's it's on five versus one and four. Like, do we even care? It's no, not really. It's very difficult because uh, if you looked at um, Rob's lineup at the beginning of the year, you would have thrown up in your mouth a little bit. Um, that is just a horrible, horrible fantasy lineup. I, I see Scott winning this simply because Rob's lineup there has such bust potential. Um, we have no idea what Andy Dalton's going to do. McKinnon is getting his stats cut in too because most of it's back. MVS is a boom or bust. Helton sucks. Trey Burton has the most snaps, but the tight ends aren't getting given the ball in in, in the Cole Beasley is it's Cole Beasley. Um, I just, I, I just, and he hasn't got any other options. He's got a lot of players on buys, all the Seahawks, yeah. all the Chargers, the Chargers who are his best players. Um, I see Scott winning this. Do you? I mean, it it's two turds swimming, isn't it? Like. But yeah, do you know what? I'm gonna back Scotty. I think I think Scotty is due a redemption. Lose your lead. He's due a redemption game. By the way, you did this all of last year, but he's due a redemption game. And and I won. And 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 yeah, I think I think Scott's gonna gonna do it. I just said Jarman's lineup's trash doesn't matter what way you look at it. If he gets a couple of points, Kareem Hunt is by far the best player and his uh, kicker. 
So yeah. when that's the case, you've really got to have a word with yourself. He's got uh, he's got all that fancy Wavens free merch though, so you know he's happy. <laughs> um, and I'd say, yeah, take that and lose the rest of the season, Rob. Um, he does listen to this normally as well. Um, then we move on to Matty versus Viney. Matty versus Viney, which is another game I don't really care about. Um, one and four plays three and two. And at the moment, Matty's favoured to win it. Do you know why he's favoured to win it? Yes. He's starting Gardner Minshew. That's why he's the favourite. It's a big dick move and I like it. Um, it's, it's a risky one against a uh, Lions defence that is starting to surge a little bit. Um, and the Jags' offense has looked a little bit ropey, but it's Gardner Minshew. Uh, I would just—I'd stick with Brady. That mm. I just would. I'd, I'd live and die by the sword. He drafted the, drafted the dude, and does he drop Garoppolo now? Yeah, <laughs> that was his keeper. <laughs> oh, that was the worst keeper pick I've ever seen in the league ever. Just, just do, do, do you know? Do you know? Um, uh, as a quick aside, you hopping back to trade trash from a few weeks ago when Matty traded a second round pick next year for the Niners defense. This week they scored him negative points. Negative points. That's like even even more even more trade trash. Like just absolute yeah. garbage, mate. Um, but yeah, he's playing Viney. Where do you see this one lining up, my man? Uh, it's, it's Viney, I think, isn't it? Um, if you look at the matchups one-on-one across the board, um, I think if you're going to start Mike Evans, then you you may as well just start Tom Brady. Yeah, hope for the double-up. Yeah, um, I just think it's it's difficult. The Pats D could score big this week, if uh, depending on which QB plays for the Broncos. Mm. Um, and the Niners have got a broken offense at the moment, so Kittle was... Very average last week. I I think Viney's going to win this game, mainly because he's still starting Teddy Bridgewater and he's going to swap Aaron Rodgers into that. Rodgers playing the Bucks. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Viney's going to win. Um, and he's got Lev Bell on his bench that he might decide to slip into a team if Bell finds a team in the next week. Yeah, I mean, I, the Levy and Bell situation is going to be interesting because it's going to be the ultimate um, acid test of... Was it Gase's fault, um, or or is he done? Because if he's trash, yeah, if he's trash somewhere else, then Adam that probably keeps Adam Gase's job, doesn't it? Because of like, due to perception, mm-hmm. and it was the right decision so to cut him. We'll yeah, we will see. Um, so we're both going Viney there, are we? Yes. Uh, so then we move on to Yogi versus uh, Sean. Um, Four and one versus three and two. Yorgi's got sixty three percent chance of winning here. Um, Yorgi's team's just stacked, and like he's gonna potentially move some of those around. Maybe I I can't see him losing this game. Starting Fitz is a that's a big dick move. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Because um, they're playing the, the Jets. The Jets' defense is going under the yeah. They're going under the radar though. They're not an defense they just don't get any help from the offense for staying on the field yeah um bit like why is the tough part of it <laughs> i i get it they're tired uh, and they're they're a decent defense but they're really tired all the time so they're always on the field um but the jets all line is really good like demons 
Um, yeah, it's like every team we play on. It's just weird, isn't it? Um, I would say this is a tight one um, because the players all match up really well and Sean actually has the advantage at tight end. Um, the, whether Debo gets used properly or whatever um, is a big part of whether Sean can do well here. Yeah. Because Debo was really disappointed last two weeks coming back from injury. They're against the Rams defense. It's not going to be any easier. Um I'm actually hoping for it not to be easier because I have to start CJ Beathard in my dynasty league. So I'm hoping that Garoppolo gets absolutely knocked around for two quarters and they swap him in again. But that that is going to cancel out the advantage he has at tight end, which is I still think Yogi's going to win. Yeah, Yogi's going to win this comfortably. Uh, in my, it, I, I just it seems just so strong. Um, kind of like him now. Actually, he's quite strong these days. Um, he'll quite like that as a compliment when he listens. Um, so we move then on to uh, the Butto Bowl. Uh, me versus Steve. Four and ones, battling it out. Um, he's set to win currently 57%. Um, he has got a very strong team. Um, mine's not bad. I've got a few people on buys this week. Um, but I have got Aaron Jones coming back. Um, I'm quite glad to have such a, a, a strong start. And I'll... Uh, by next week, Jacobs and Jones will have already had their buys, so I feel feel pretty good about that. Um, but we've uh, changed our team names this week, so you'll notice mine's now the French Tickler, and Steve's is uh, Stephen Merchelago, and he's changed his uh, avatar to him in a wrestling mask. If you'll have a quick peruse of Sleeper there, I assume these are your wrestling names, right? Yeah. So we had a wrestling food in uni. Um, I was the French tickler, the heel, um, and he was Stephen Merchelago, the uh, maverick face. And uh, I actually sent Steve a, a, a promo today, um, calling him out and giving him shit. And, um, you know, we've still got uh, Smackdown and Sunday Morning Heat to go before our matchup. So um, quite, a, quite an entertaining weekend coming up. But I've put it down as game of the week because I'm biased because it's us two and we're both 4-1. Um, I'm obviously going to back myself. That should be made public, that feud on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> that should definitely... Like, if you're going to do promos, there's, do there's on Twitter. There's definitely some not-safe-for-work stuff in the promos that uh, is not going to be shared on Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as I said, I'm biased. I'm going for myself. Uh, I've got quite a few people yeah. on buys. With Thomas and the Raiders guys, I've got, um, but you know, I'm relying on Andy Dalton having a decent game uh, for Cooper um, to get me some points. Uh, picked up Keelan Cole because I had no real other options. Um, but yeah, it, it's not going to be my strongest week. But I'm I'm kind of hoping that I that the the Dallas Arizona game will be a bit of a shootout, and I'll get points from Kyler Murray, and I'll get points from uh, Amari Cooper. So, yeah, I'm backing myself. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I'm I'm going to pick Steve on this one. Um, I think Mahomes is going to shred that Buffalo defense. Um, and my thing is here, if you just look at the light, the matchups, um, Jones is going to outperform Antonio Gibson. James Conner is going to outperform Ingram, so that evens out. And then T. Higgins and Keelan Cole. Um, are going to get spanked all over the place by Brown and Keelan. So I think Keelan Cole's the weak point here. I started him for two weeks in a row and he was gash. And then as soon as I stopped, he scored two touchdowns. 
So he's a he's a boom or bust depending on how the game plan goes for the Jags. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just an interesting an interesting one. The Jets' offense actually looked like they were moving the ball last week, and if Flacco starts again, do the Dolphins' defense that was against the Niners come out, or do the Dolphins' defense that didn't have a secondary come out? It's difficult. Um, but that's always a good rivalry game, even though the Gates' offense is awful. Um, starting Robert Tonyan is interesting simply because, like, do we know if he's actually good or is he, is, is Aaron Rodgers like that good that he can just, you can plug a tight end in and it just magically transforms into a tight end that leads the lead in touchdowns. It's, it is really difficult. Um, I'd say Steve skims this one by like less than six points. Okay. Okay. I mean, I expected you to go for Steve thing, try and get some points back. Obviously, I was going to back myself. Steve's the favourite to win this game. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting one. Little game of the week. See who can keep on Ross's tail at top of the league. Um, and if Ross has his banana skin this week, then we could overtake him. Um, but interesting week coming up. Uh, we're six weeks in now. There's some quite clear people who are seasons are pretty much already almost done. Um, but, you know, Yogi made a really nice point to me the other day. He was like, so Scott, where are you going to put the picture of the bin and the trophy in your house? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, the, the thing is with the way we do ours, it doesn't matter if, if, if Scott and Rob are 0 and 5 and 0 and 5, if they win one game at the end of the season, they're good. It, it changes the whole, changes the whole perception of it doesn't it so um that's the that is the it's the double-edged sword of this of, of the toilet bowl type deal is you can be the two worst teams and if you have two good weeks at the end of the year suddenly you can go well i wasn't the worst team when quite obviously you were um so yeah there's a couple of tweaks that that I, that we'll discuss to the league next year um that i think will make that a little bit more of an incentive to to not finish last um, and to have maybe weekly weekly awards and stuff like that and things like this. Um, I'm sure you as the sole commissioner next year will sort that out. <laughs> oh, you quit then. Oh, mate, I'm not doing it again. No way. So, so what this is actually, Jack, this is your bitterness towards your other leagues that you're commissioner in where you've got far worse things that you spent 20 minutes mourning to me about before the recording. Oh, um, how, bad, how, how bad is it, though? Oh, I don't, just... I, I don't want to talk about your trash leagues. Um, oh, but, man. But, but I think you're tainting your own view and being a commissioner by being commissioner in those trash leagues. Um, and, that, and that's my final point on it. Anyway, let's move on to the bargain basement this week. Um, who did? How did your team this week fare or last, last week? How did your team fare last week? Did they beat Matt Robert? Um And what are you picking this week? So, uh, bargain basement was damn close to really performing very well last week. Um, I ended up with 95.9 points, which Oof. if we have a quick look-see at what Robert got last week, I believe he got 98.8. Uh, so it was very, very close. And please bear in mind that two of my players got zero and one got 0 0.78. So 
I beat him with uh, one, two. I nearly beat him with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players. Uh, Jimmy G got 0.7. Um, got embarrassed by the Dolphins. Brian Hill got 6.4. That's mm. solid bargain basement production. Dontrell Hilliard got nothing. Um, but then no one really did on the Browns running game. They went to the air. Um, Greg Ward, 10.6, caught a touchdown uh, against the Steelers when the Steelers decided to just start letting randoms catch balls at the end of the end of the third quarter. Um, Kendrick Bourne, 10 points. Um, he's, a, he's just a good target for San Francisco uh, when Debo's not performing and when Kittle's getting smothered. Chase Claypool, 39.1 points. Uh, my best ever bargain basement pick, I think. Four touchdowns. Hey, I, I don't know if it... Anybody has watched those highlights, it should be five. Um, the non-existent OPI call was unbelievable. Even you as a Ravens fan, looking at that, that was just I, I, one of the worst calls I've seen. I hate offensive PI never being called. Hate it. Um, it's just, it's a scourge on the league, in my opinion. And it, it breeds shitty receivers at the amateur level who beg for PI all the time, even when they're dishing it out themselves. The the only offensive PI call that like was ever going to get called this weekend, there was a Kelsey, Kelsey one in the Chiefs game where he literally stood and shouldered through a guy and stopped still instead of running a route. That sort of shit is getting called because it's obvious, but they're afraid to make the big calls. Um, and it's a shambles. And the guy fell over. The guy fell over. Um, so it should have been five for Claypool, um, but that was a great performance for me anyway. And yeah. bargain basement. Dan Arnold got zero because Kyler Murray is actually underperforming. If he wasn't a running quarterback, he would not be doing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Isabella, four points. Solid bargain basement productions. I really like Andy Isabella. Uh, he's one of those guys that you always pick up on Madden because of the speed stats. Mm-hmm. Um but he, he's a nice player. He was really productive in college. He's starting to find more snaps, uh, which is good to see in that Cardinals offense. Uh, the Giants defense, surprisingly, got me 14.9 points. Strong. Pretty happy with that. Quite a stout defense in the end. Um, Boz got me 10 points as a kicker. I was very, very, very close to beating Matt Robert. Mm, you very much were. So tell us about this week's team. I am, I'm going with a... Big dick prediction for the the number of points I'm going to score, right? Okay. So, simply because of the people that are on the um, free agent, the waiver wire at the moment. My quarterback is Matt Stafford. Nice. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars, because the Jacksonville Jaguars suck on defense. And Miles Jack, I think, is injured, which is their best defensive player. Stafford's going to roll. Um Lamage Lamage Perrine 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 stupid name just call him like Luke 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 P um, he is now one of the starting running backs along with Frank Gore um, mm-hmm. because Lev Bell is gone I don't see him getting bucket loads of points but there is opportunity there for him this time yep. Jamal Williams one of my favourite running backs in the league uh, would be a starter everywhere else uh, he went big before their bye week, um, and they love him as a receiver. So I think that's going to get the check points. Brandon Cooks, who... Sean cut. Uh, Brandon, yep, Sean famously cut, um, and then got like 30 points. Uh, he's in there. Deontay Johnson, who I just cut, 
Uh, to pick up Claypool could be a mistake, but um, he can't seem to stay healthy, which is a pain in the ass. David Joku is my tight end because he is back healthy and getting snapped again. Um, and he's a big, big red zone threat for Baker. Preston Williams is my flex because Fitzmagic is dealing. And then I'm going to pick the Bengals defense um, because they were very, very, very sturdy against the Ravens. They were just on the field so much. It made it really difficult. But they didn't make life really tough for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Um, so I'll put a bit of faith in them. I'm calling 120 points for my bargain basically this week. Wow. And I'm saying I'm going to be Robert, Scott, Candy, and Matty. Wow. Strong. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I think that's a, a very meaty bargain basement there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if some people dipped into that, Rob Jarman. Um, and uh, that's a, uh, a very strong uh, push for you, pal. So, so, you know, it's good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, why, why Jarman hasn't picked up one of those three receivers instead of Sammy Watkins and T.Y. Hilton is beyond me. Hmm. Absolutely beyond me. Yeah, well, that's a good, good little podcast this week. Um, we have wrapped up and caught up and set our predictions again. It's it's going to be a really interesting uh, week ahead. Um, the league's starting to get a lot more COVID tests now, a lot more COVID positive, sorry, and games being pushed and facilities being shut down. Um, still quite surprised the Titans were able to play, genuinely. Um, but yeah, it's it's... It's a bonkers league this year. The, the scores are high. There's lots of high-scoring fancy point games. It's really entertaining to watch. Um, and there's quite a few shocks out there, like Raiders beating the Chiefs last weekend, which was a fantastic game of football to watch. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's sort of us. I kind of want to wrap us up there, bud, and uh, wish you a good evening. Yep, that sounds good. Good luck this week, and uh, see you on Sunday. Later, bud. Say it. Say peace out. Go on. Oh, peace out. <laughs>